0: this case study? Uh,
1: Well, there's a couple of things. So the first one is that I have in fact written code that will execute this algorithm and I've run uh, essentially data processing simulations um, to see how efficient this algorithm would be at operating the sorts of markets that we presently have. And that advantage is significant. Significant enough that uh, the two of us are currently using enough computing power and bandwidth to replace all of the computers used by the entire existing financial system using this particular algorithm. Um, the, the, something like the CME group develops somewhere on the order of a petabyte a year. That's about a thousand terabytes. Um, with this algorithm their annual information production would drop to around 10 megabytes um, so that that's a enormous
0: Shows the best podcast on God's green planet because get a bald haired brother like me talking about amazing topics like we have on today. Look, every now and then you come against or you come to, I should say, you get approached with a subject that is beyond your scope. But it's something that needs to be understood, something that is impactful, something that is affecting business and life. And that's when you humble yourself and say, I need to learn more. I always say that the beginning of wisdom is the understanding that you are a fool. And like a fool, you need to surround yourself with people smarter and wiser than you. So I have a guest by the name of Noah Healy, who... Uh, is a subject matter professional in game theory, algorithm development, and mathematician. The things I should have took seriously when my teachers were saying, you're going to need math, Cody, you're going to need math. And I was like, no, I'm going to go and be in the NBA. And then I didn't grow to be 6'8". And they were right. I need more math. (laughs) So, uh, But before we do that, look, guys, I want you to subscribe. Hit the like button, like, share, comment, YouTube, CVMK, several, four letters, one word cvmk instagram it is what it is underscore show cvmk underscore global cvmk uh 33 tiktok cvmk globe goes on and on and where the best supplements are www.cvmkglobal.store and with that cvmk family please welcome noah healy noah how are you doing today
1: i'm doing great cody thanks for having me here thanks for being on the show look i
0: first of all you make my life easier I'm always the one reaching out. I'm sending the email, sending the weird message, sending the DM, and I'm praying that I don't get rejected, right? When you reached out, uh, it was like a godsend. I was like, who the heck? You know, I just signed on to this (laughs) thing and I got the notification Um, and literally, and then I read and it was just straightforward. This is what I am. This is what I do. This is what I want to talk about. You know, you are interest. I'm like, yeah, you know, why not? I don't know, you know, but I think it is worth discussing. So before we go any further, Noah, you could tell us just a little bit about yourself and what you do and we'll keep this party rolling.
1: Absolutely. So you'd mentioned uh, game theory, algorithm development. I've put those two things together to develop a new kind of commodity marketplace. So coming out of Chicago, you would know about moving agricultural commodities around. Um, The system that those those companies use is rooted in a, a method of trade that was developed just before the Renaissance started. And while they've computerized it considerably, they haven't actually fundamentally changed the relationships or even the actions that are undertaken by traders in the market. And what I've discovered is that you take a step back, you can separate what right now are being conflated and create a simpler market structure that would be a lot less expensive and a lot more profitable than the one that we have right now. So are you arguing that basically our ways and means of acquiring
0: goods is set off of a mathematical program that was developed like you said the renaissance period you know pre-modernity uh pre uh 18th century and basically the same type of philosophies are governing our economic structure and the reason why we're having this inflation epidemic is because we have an old science that is not caught up to modern times is that what you're arguing
1: uh, inflation is just one of the issues. Uh, we also are seeing uh, supply chain disruptions, yeah. um, destabilization of industries. Uh, we're seeing hollowing, excuse me, hollowing out of industries. Uh, okay. The sort of decline of the family farm, uh, but also other, you know, mining and so on are being pushed to the wall. Uh, and all of that is, is essentially because a system that worked fine when it was a few dozen italian cloth and spice factors in the coffee house writing it all down on chalkboards uh, let everything sort of grow and flourish together uh, we have computers now and with globalized computers operating in time slices that are on the microsecond. So that's one millionth of a second time scale. Uh, the, the, The table has tilted all the way over to the point where the profits all live inside the financial system and it's just not profitable to be productive anymore. And so people who are ambitious or want lives are choosing lives that aren't creating wealth. And so there's just not enough of it so let me see if I
0: understand this now your your brain is your brain is amazing so let me see if I can just uh, deduce this down Um, so our everything the way we know life as far as transactions acquiring of goods commodities purchases things of that nature right has always been uh, what Adam Smith would call the invisible hand right like this this thing that is pushing it this undercurrent capitalism, right? That you know, if you have capital, it works. If you don't have capital, then you feel like it's the worst system in the world, but it's probably the most fair. That's arguable. That's a philosophical debate. Maybe mixed market would be a more fair system.
1: Well, what what isn't arguable is that over the last 8 centuries, it's been the most productive marketplace.
0: Right. And you're right. And you're right. It produces. It is designed to produce, right? So, if it is designed to produce, but now you're arguing that It is no longer incentivizing production and creativity, and therefore it is kind of now feeding off of itself. Absolutely. So how do we go about, right? Because, you know, we're about to, in all fairness, we're about to hit. I live in Chicago. We just completed a political season for mayoral run. We're about to enter into a national political season in a year, less than a year. We're going to start having these debates come January, right? How do you convince those of power to say there is something inherently broken that has nothing to do with the left or the right. It is a mathematical situation.
1: Well, if I knew the answer to that, um, we'd be having a very different kind of conversation and I hope that they won't actually have to be convinced. Um, historically speaking, uh, new economic innovation has actually been able to happen in spite of political power so what i'm looking around the world for and trying to teach people how to do is build regional or smaller marketplaces mostly for goods that aren't really large enough to be traded through the the current systems just to get the ball rolling and then once it becomes clear that you know alfalfa or turmeric or or some other sideline type product is being traded more effectively than your major cash crop like corn or cotton then farmers aren't dumb they're going to notice that they could be making a lot more money and and drive towards much better markets
0: i like that i want to i want to dig i want to dig into that um the creation of basically a grassroots system that will be the shining light and eventually create enough uh persuasion because once i think everybody becomes aware if they aren't already there's something inherently wrong we don't know how to fix it but yet this thing is proven to be successful that will increase um egress to this new this new system so here's before we get into that some might argue and say that's the same thinking that got us in this situation right and the problem is when you allow the creators of this system with their own flaws to create a system it's going to inherently be flawed you hear, like, like the Instagram or YouTube algorithm, right? Like, that's the example everybody uses. Like, it's inherently biased, right? Like, why should we trust this new system over the current one?
1: Well, that's where game theory comes in. Game theory actually lets us lay out where the interests are and actually publish what's going on. And so my system is effectively built around this sort of arch of common interests between three groups, the producers of the good, the consumers of the good and the informed speculators of the good, uh, which are those people have information about the, the product, but third parties can also become experts and have interests as well. And the thing is all three of those groups have a common interest in a clearing marketplace so producers don't want to make stuff that's not going to sell right so they don't want prices they want prices to be high but they don't want to be so high that they go make stuff that they then can't sell and consumers again they don't want to go to the the, the store and the shelves are bare so they want prices to be low but they don't want them to be so low that they can't get what they need And the informed forecasters want to get paid. They, they, they spend a lot of time. They spent a lot of effort or maybe they're just born smart, whatever. They want to get paid for, for their knowledge. And so these three groups have a common interest in everyone knowing what everyone knows. And so by building the marketplace around that true fact, Um, I can measure how much information is used and is useful, uh, figure out how much to charge investors to put information into the system and provide extremely high rates of return to those investors that are putting good information into that system.
0: I like it. I this opened up Pandora's box. I've written down some questions that we're going to get into. Uh, Quick word from our sponsors and I'll be right back there's a hero in all of us waiting to be unleashed all it takes is just that one last push activate the hero within with cbmk global supplements all natural steroid free designed to enhance performance build muscle and increase energy you are unstoppable you can do this become your own hero at www.cbmkglobal.store. All right, y'all www.cbmkglobal.store go there now. Obviously the new proteins out the way get it today use code the way for 15% off www.cbmkglobal.store. So you met. you 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 mentioned um, this Trifecta um of three groups producers, consumers, uh, the informed or uh informants or, or analysts or these subject matter professionals that are going to feed the knowledge that will govern, I guess, the exchange between the other two. Uh, it's kind of like this Trinity type situation these three are basically one and they all are interdependent upon each other but they act as one body that's the only way to ensure um commonality and functionality here's where not the science of it gets attacked the ethics of it might get argued right I think the science is flawless. And I don't think anybody that has ever read a book (laughs) would argue against the science of that. It's it's simple. But I think some might say that's a lot of power, you know, being naive of the power that already exists within the system. But that's a lot of power. Who governs this? Which body? Is it the SEC?
1: Right? Is it Congress? Um, So... so yeah, markets right. markets will be uh, uh, operated, and these are commodity markets. It's the CFTC, which is okay. lesser known, but very similar to the SEC. Right. Um, but the, the key point is that the operator of the marketplace is actually just running my algorithm. And the way my algorithm functions is that it publishes a complete audit of its own functioning, which is its output. So by telling everybody what the results of everybody's inputs were, sure. that's what their outputs are. And so the that person essentially would have a lot of power if they had any discretion, but they don't have any discretion. The algorithm's essentially determining everything that the powerful person in the system is doing. And so for the other participants, what they're all offered is essentially a take it or leave it proposition. So the producer can take the price that's on offer, which is the very best price that's been negotiated across the entire marketplace, Mm -hmm. or they can take their ball and go home and, you know, if you if you take apples down to the grocery store and try to sell them for eight bucks a pound see how many apples you sell probably not that many if they're sitting there on the shelf at you know three or four dollars a pound so the the consumers are in the same bag except the other direction if they want to find somebody that wants to sell them for less than the market rate knock themselves out go for it but I'm betting they're not going to be able to find very many people that want to give them free money. And the same thing happens for the forecasters. This marketplace is designed to produce average returns on good information that are considerably higher than anything that's ever been experienced within the existing marketplace. So again, they can take their information to an existing market and get paid less money if they want to, that's fine. But if they want to make the money, which is what they're there for, they can come here. So this, again, there's a, a intrinsic fairness idea in game theory that parties that are essentially making a choice of their own volition have to agree that that choice is fair. And so Mm -hmm. there's a, Uh, so if you have kids, perhaps the, uh, cut and choose method. So you've got one thing, you've got two kids to share, it. you know, the last piece of cake is the standard example, you got two kids sharing the last piece of cake. You have one of them cut it in half. You have the second one, choose the half that they want. Both of the kids have to admit it's fair because if the, if, if one of them has a smaller piece or the piece they didn't want, then they could have cut it or they could have chosen to get the piece that they actually want um so that that kind of system moves up it becomes more complex as more and more players are involved but that is that's the ethical principle that this market is built on that people are free to do what's in their own best interests and if they and if this market's not helping them out they should they should just stay home come up with something better for themselves I like it. So Okay. So, okay. So let me see if
0: I have captured this correctly. Game theory, particularly the way that you designed it to be. So your version of this applied science would be basically based off of um, mutual interest based off of choice. So the moral incentive is if everyone has a, a, a choice in the matter and decides upon certain inputs, The output would generate the outcome based off of the collective whole. Uh, Therefore, you can't argue was it fair or unfair because everybody had a say. If you decided not to go against this, you would have to actually create a completely new uh, system to engage with. Uh, Am I I following that?
1: You don't necessarily have to create a completely new system. You only have to do as much as whatever is necessary for you personally. But... Um, yeah. If 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 you don't think that, that the thing is behaving correctly, sure. pull back. And if you're right, uh, if if everyone else thinks that too, and they all take their ball and go home, then the yeah. system will then self-correct and say, oh, well, I'm sorry about that. I didn't realize that things were this bad. That was all bad information. Those people aren't going to get the money that they thought they were going to get. Sure. Let's get better information in here and get a market that's actually working for people. Um, so this is intrinsic to the entire approach that I'm using. I'm basing this game off of what are known as coordination games, which is why I call these coordinated discovery markets. Okay. Um, and so that a coordination game assumes that there is some kind of common interest in existence. So this this system, while quite sophisticated, only works for situations where some kind of ethical common interest could exist. And then it, and then it creates a more efficient way to network that essentially.
0: So let me let me uh, before I cut the break, let me uh, go here. So from what I remember, my science teacher told me The basis of a theory not becoming a law is that it's not 100 percent foolproof and there's no mathematical equation that can stamp it and validate it as it's going to happen 10 times out of 10 times. Right. It can happen nine times out of 10 times. But if it doesn't happen on that 10th time, it will always remain theory. Therefore, the proof of, uh, of the burden of proof, I should say, it's on the creation itself. It has to be created. You mentioned you've created these systems earlier, right? Uh, I wanna I want to talk about what have you done to create this? What are the case studies, you know, uh, that we can examine uh, to see if you know the shift is needed? Uh, and that's what I want to hit. I want to do a quick break for my sponsors, but that's what I want to get into in this next kind of uh, round of questions. Be back after this. I literally just tried the best pre-workout on the planet. With
1: Superpower Pre-Workout, you have increased focus and a power boost every single time you work out. It's not only packed with 225 milligrams of caffeine, but it also has citrulline and creatine. It's insane how much energy and focus I had during my workouts. If you're ready to take your workouts to the next level, then ditch your current pre-workout and get the Superpower Pre-Workout
0: to be your own hero www.cvmkglobal.store. I'm telling you, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. You deserve the body that you've always wanted. Get it today, whatever it is, the superpower pre workout warrior thirst, or the proteins transform, the way super thick, crazy, whatever, whatever. www.cvmkglobal.store. So, case studies, right? You've mentioned Noah at the beginning. We started this podcast. You said the creation of these units. You've created this algorithm. I was writing down some notes and that, uh, you have something to look at, right? Uh, live data that we can draw from. Tell us about this case study. Uh,
1: well, there's a couple of things. So the first one is that I have in fact written code that will execute this algorithm. And I've run, uh, essentially data processing simulations um to see how efficient this algorithm would be at operating the sorts of markets that we presently have and that advantage is significant significant enough that uh the two of us are currently using enough computing power and bandwidth to replace all of the computers used by the entire existing financial system using this particular algorithm um the the something like the CME group develops somewhere on the order of a petabyte a year. That's yeah. about a thousand terabytes. Um, with this algorithm, their annual information production would drop to around 10 megabytes. Um, so that that's a enormous savings in terms of bandwidth and processing speeds. Uh, The total volume of required trades also drops by even larger uh, amounts. And so that result basically reduces the total number of operations the system needs to undertake by factors of roughly Um, 300,000. Secondly, uh, our existing markets are are running up against the limits of our knowledge of science. So the existing markets, their fairness is based on the concept of first come first serve, Right. which is totally reasonable, except there's this guy named Albert Einstein that said that time doesn't really work the way that we think it works. Yeah. And we build systems that are big enough and fast enough and quick and precise enough that Einstein's ideas about space and time are actually important. So if first come first serve can exist in our universe, then the GPS system and turn by turn directions can't work because those satellites require time repositioning based on, uh, relativistic ideas about who's first and and what order that time happens in so we already have technology uh mm. that is up against that limit and remember i said before that the this that these some of these markets are operating one millionth of a second time slices yeah well under general relativity or special relativity uh the the sort of this the space over which first come first serve is possible at microseconds is about 300 meters. Uh, so call it about a thousand feet. So everyone that's not within uh, like 500 feet of of the home floor base of where the computers live, uh, there's no such thing as first. Just there physically isn't any such thing as first. That that was a mic
0: drop moment. Uh, when I put this Instagram real out, <laughs> there's no such thing as first. That is going to be one of the first uh, things that I put uh, out. Last question, no uh, one. I really appreciate it. Um, if we don't change, uh, if we don't. Talk to individuals like yourself and lean on the advent of science and, and, true science to help us avoid this cliff that it seems like we're
1: headed towards if we're not already at what's next. Uh, well, uh, I actually have a podcast on my own called the fourth age, uh, with, the ex CTO of Reddit, where we talk about sort of AI and how it might be affecting the future. Uh, but we're getting, we're getting more and more networked. We're getting more and more computers into our day-to-day lives. And the, these those computers, computers are machines that perform like the machines of the algorithms they're told to perform like. And so these algorithms were implemented in a very short-sighted and slipshod fashion. And so the systems that they are built on, our markets, our communication, our family connections, our, our, our politics uh, are all built on these, these things that are not driving our interests right now. And so unless we start rebuilding and build actual, foundational institutions we will have a society without institutions and that is not a society well that was that was a lot right there well look on that gloomy note <laughs> no
0: it has been an it's been an absolute uh honor and an absolute pleasure uh of having you on uh this podcast where can the people reach out to you man where can they listen to the podcast I know you mentioned it where can they follow you
1: uh yeah the fourth age um Actually, the fourthage.com will go to our Substack now, but uh, you can find the Fourth Age on Apple, Google, iHeartRadio. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, uh, Spotify. Uh, yeah, uh, a bunch of different things. Uh, we're we're heading to YouTube soon. Um, we're we, we, we're not quite following you, but uh, <laughs> eventually we'll get we'll get there. I think a couple of weeks, maybe. Um, yeah and uh we're we're about 7 episodes in we're we're sort of finding our feet uh had a couple of guests sure. Fourth age also you reach out to me um uh i've i'm on linkedin noah healy you can find me noah p healy at yahoo.com uh or you can go find out more about coordinated discovery markets at core r d i s c and uh yeah that's or actually, you can ask AIs about me because I've been doing this for long enough that coordinated discovery markets means what I say it means. So you can ask search engines and uh, and AI, and it will tell you about my ideas. Hey, look, create an algorithm that makes my supplement
0: company go. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I play. Noah, you have been great. Y'all connect with Noah, hit him up, uh, coordinated AI, hit him up on the fourth age. Listen to the podcast. He's on all the platforms. Uh, This is this is this is next level stuff. And I don't know anybody. uh, And I've had a few very, very well versed individuals, but I don't know anybody this entrenched uh, in what I would call uh, the next wave of thought. Right and applied science and mathematics, and mathematics. Right, and if you want to keep seeing amazing leaders like we have on day, like no, you know what you got to do? YouTube CVMK. Yeah, we're where every podcast is. But I need you to follow us on the gram, y'all. CVMK underscore global. We have now reached forty four thousand followers. As it goes down, and I'm telling you, it's only going to get better. It is what it is. Underscore show CVMK thirty three, and we're the best supplements, the best pre- uh, creatines, proteins. Uh, BCAs, all the above, www.cvmkglobal.store. And until next time, guys, thanks. If you think exercise alone got me looking like this, well think again. CVMK Global Super Thick got me right. I'm obsessed and yeah, I won't stop talking about it because it helped me grow in all the right places. Its creatine provides a fast and reliable way to increase your power, size, and shape. And it's scientifically proven to help you reach your physical goals in a safe, controlled manner. So if you want to
1: increase muscle size, pump, and thickness in your muscle groups, you need Super Thick.